Hello, welcome to Gaijin Stories in Japan. I'm Ethan and this is Chris here. So today we're going to talk about how to travel and what transportations you should take and kind of some useful phrases that you should know if you are going to be traveling within Japan domestically because you sometimes might need to communicate to the staff, you know, if you're traveling, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You cannot just like use sign language all the time. Yeah. So of course, uh, we got airplanes. That's first one. That's probably the easiest to do in Japan. It's most straightforward and probably most of the staff speaks English to some degree. Generally, I find it's okay though. Yeah, generally, like, you don't need to worry about it. They'll probably just speak English to you at first anyways. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. But of course, the of course, the next one will be the more common one, which a lot is kind of famous across Japan tourism in general already. Uh, it's basically the bullet train, right? Otherwise known as yep. the Shinkansen. So in terms of cost, of course, you have the planes, the air travel. The next, in terms of costly travel would be the bullet trains but equally it will be convenient it will be fast and to some degree the, the japan railway staff they do speak some english um disclaimer on this if you're heading to like some rural area of japan don't expect any english there but generally for big stations yes we can also add on to that like the differences because shinkansen or bullet train and air travel are very similarly priced and typically air travel is cheaper if you if you want to travel across the country bullet train is probably the most expensive way you can do that sure at least for a okay we we, we are both speaking from a residence point of view but let's say yeah. you're you're you happen to be on in in japan on a temporary short-term visit pass then you will naturally have access. Then you will naturally have access to uh, the what we call the JR pass, and basically this pass allows you to uh, take unlimited trains across Japan, or at least not across Japan, across the area that your JR pass yeah. is based on. Right. So, as a tourist, I highly recommend getting the JR pass when you come to Japan because it's I think there's like seven, fourteen, and maybe twenty one days set you can buy. It's unlimited trains across the entire country. And the advantage to the bullet train versus a plane is a plane you have to land in an airport and they're usually far from the city. And it takes time to get off the plane and into the city. Where the bullet train is just you're in the city right when you arrive. Just to add on to it what Ethan was saying, for example, if you if you're heading by plane to let's say Nagasaki, Nagasaki Nagasaki Airport is like quite a fair distance from Nagasaki City itself. Whereas if you have if you had taken the blue train, it will go straight to the center of Nagasaki City, right? I mean that's just one example, but there the, there are quite a few examples of um well the main cities being at least half an hour to one hour car, yeah, car driving, yeah, not not I'm not even talking about bus. So one half an hour to one hour bus uh, car ride driving to the city, right? The airport and city distance. Yeah. yeah, it can make such a big difference. Then another thing is given that, okay, we don't forget that if you're taking the plane, you also need to do a check-in and you have to do like a security yeah. security check, right? The bullet train, not that it's uh, uh, dangerous, <laughs> just that the bullet train, you can just go straight in. You can, whatever is the time written there, you can just wait there and go straight in. No need for checks yeah. whatsoever. So you're kind of, it's a very efficient way of moving around, right? And one more thing, if I may add, would be the comfort level. So what do you think about planes in general in uh, terms of comfort? <laughs> unless you're in like first class, it's not comfortable at all, I think. I, I just get annoyed when I'm traveling by plane. I have to do it if I want to because I don't have like unlimited money. But <laughs> and, and I, it's, it's shorter in time for a lot of things in terms of distance. But then you still have to deal with the airport. So it, 
sometimes it's not always faster. Yes, I agree completely. So, okay, just just to highlight, typically you might say, hey, if you have more money, just just take a nicer just take a nicer carrier, right? For example, let's say we are comparing the Jetstar, which is a budget carrier, versus the main carrier J- JAL, right? Japan Airlines. Uh, I have taken flights on Japan Airlines before, whereby the ticket shows Japan Airlines, but the plane is a code share, meaning that you're sharing with some so-called lower class airline and the plane is still crappy. So you're oh, kind of paying oh, oh. more. You're paying yeah. more, but you're still sitting in the same cramped seats. Whereas the bullet train, come, Eden, tell tell us about the experience on Nagasaki Shinkansen. So we went <laughs> on the brand new bullet train. So it's, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so <laughs> comfortable. You can like sit back and relax and <laughs> you can move your legs around. You're not just tight up. You can actually like relax, lean back. There's Wi-Fi, there's outlets. You can exactly walk around right. if you want. It's such a smooth ride. Okay, yeah. to add on to what Ethan's saying, typically when you're getting a bullet train pass, I mean, you're getting on the bullet train, you're able to choose the limit, the, what do you call that? seki, basically meaning the reserve seat or the GU seki, which is the, the well, unres- non-reserve or the free seat. Yep. Yeah, then anybody can 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 sit on it. Uh, usually even the Jiuseki, the free seats, they are kind of comfortable. But you want another level. You want to bring it. You want to bring your experience to another level. You can get the Jiuseki with the reserve seats because they are yeah. bigger. If you look at the alignment, the the arrangement of the seats, you can tell immediately. I think Jiu is like two three right in a row. Mm. Whereas yeah. whereas the reserve seats is like two two. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so can you imagine for, for people who are flying, especially on long haul flights, the the seki might uh, the the seki might be uh, kind of like premium economy, whereas the stay seki, the reserved ones, will be like business class. So by default, if you take the shinkansen, the bullet train, you are flying business class by default, right? Basically, it's it's really um such a nice experience. And, uh, and for the YouTube listeners, I'll put up a picture of what it looks like to see the difference. But it's so oh, yeah. high quality just compared to other modes of transportation. It's the it most is. comfortable for sure. To give yeah, an example, sure. Fukuoka is at the southern point of Japan. So Fukuoka to Tokyo is by plane, it's about two hours, I would say. Yep, exactly. Two hours. And yeah. by Shinkansen, if you take the fast Shinkansen, there's kind of different ages of Shinkansen. So there's like an older one and a newer one. I believe it's about six hours for the fast one from Fukuoka to Tokyo. Five, five and a half, five and a half. Five and a half? No, no, no. Okay, so it's, it's five and a half. But I-, I timed it last time when I was in Tokyo. It took me <laughs> from Narita, it took me about one, let's see, it was like one hour. You actually bothered to time it. <laughs> well, I just kind of wanted to see like how much time am I wasting in the airport. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like I got off the plane. I had some uh-huh. luggage, so I had to wait for my luggage too. So I got off the plane at, I don't know, 1.30. No, yeah, 1.30. And I didn't get out of the airport until 2. And then it took me another hour and 20 minutes to get into the city because I was in like, this is from Narita. So in addition to the flight time itself, you have to add all this unnecessary uh, commuting time, right? And this is a domestic plane. So the, the amount of the speed of taking out the luggage is a lot faster than I think an international flight. Yes. It's pretty quick. Yes. So that's about, and then that doesn't even count. I didn't, that's not even factoring me going to the airport initially anyways from Fukuoka. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, we, we, we're kind of near. We're kind of near. We're kind of near, but you still have to check in. So I'd say at least 30 to 45 minutes at the Fukuoka airport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. From your house, from your house to the airport and stuff. 
right? Just a disclaimer there, because I, I, I'm in Singapore right now, right? So my previous experience coming back home was it took me two hours. Just a heads up, just a heads up. Oh, for like the international terminal? Yeah, the, okay, because you, you, I, I'm sure you know this, right? The international terminal, especially in Fukuoka, it is a, it's like not connected to the subway. Ah, so you yeah, have, yeah, yeah. You have to take a separate bus. And they were, I think they were manpower strapped. So the queue, right, it was circling around the terminal. Can you imagine? Okay, yeah. That's <laughs> a, yeah, that's definitely a problem. <laughs> yeah. So sure, the actual, the actual traveling time between Fukuoka and Tokyo might be short, sure. But yeah. because of all these unnecessary things that happened before and after, it actually becomes like four plus hours at least. Yeah, so I'd say like the total travel time is probably about five hours-ish from going to Fukuoka City to inside Tokyo. It's probably about five hours in total where the the new Shinkansen is all, almost like just a little bit more and you arrive in the middle of the city. And it's a nicer experience because you're just sitting on a nice seat with Wi-Fi the whole time. And you can even run out of the, run out of the train and buy a drink if you need to. <laughs> yeah, because... Some stops are maybe like five or ten minutes in the big stations. Okay, not not for the not for the ultra fast train. Uh, but uh, for the, the next tier. The the next tier, yes, you can do that because I, I did that before. The plane looks faster on paper, but it's not. <laughs> Just the experience you have in the airport, it's such a pain. Your your individual uh, what do you call it? Your individual experience may vary. So we we're just yeah. sharing we're just sharing what what we have experienced before. And yes. how about the next level, which is the local trains? Or shall I even include the to the Tokyo? I think we should include the Tokyo, the yeah. like yeah. high speed, or sometimes they're called Sonic. I think it depends on the region. Uh, but, the Limited Express. Mm. Yeah, Limited Express. So we have Limited yeah, Express yeah. and the local trains. Those are the trains you'll use to get around more, not the central areas. You'll notice that yeah. the Shinkansen only goes to the central stations, the main areas. And that's not the whole country. So the limited express are the higher higher speed ones. They're not that fast compared to the Shinkansen. The bullet train is just it's amazing. Put in <laughs> perspective, uh, the town Kumamoto going from uh -huh. Fukuoka City to Kumamoto is forty five ah. minutes by high speed train, but it's like exactly. a two and a half hour drive drive by car is like two and a half hours. That long? Oh, I've not tried before. Yeah, it's that long. Mm, so, but not not that's not to put down you know the limited express trains. They are still kind of higher class. And you can tell. So when, when you're at the train station for, for tour, tourists out there, when you're in the train station, and you see like this really interesting design train, or like it has a theme, for example, the steam locomotives, right? Uh, those are, okay, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't lump the SLs in. Uh, okay, but basically it's like the Sonic, the Kamuming, yeah. you know, these, these are some names of the limited express trains. They look different and kind of cool right. sometimes. There's some nice ones, especially if you like trains, there's some, you know, special trains you can take that are just limited or sightseeing trains. They have these sightseeing trains where you can even have, there's like a roof you can go into and just look around the, the view. Yeah, yeah. so the common ones, are, since, since we're talking about sightseeing trains, the most common one is, I wouldn't say it's common, uh, the most popular one, yeah, the most popular one is the one of the last remaining night trains in Japan. Have you ever taken it before? It's called the Sunrise no. Izumo. Oh, no, I haven't. Mm -hmm. So just for people out there, when you're heading to Japan, and it isn't really, it's, extremely hard to get a booking for that but let's say you are able to okay sunrise izumo you can take uh from tokyo at night and it's an overnight train meaning it's a sleeper train you will get either a bunk <laughs> okay it's kind of like a bunk you can get a bunk without a bed or you can pay more and get either a single room or a deluxe room if you're getting the yeah. rooms you actually get to shower on the train oh, it's wow. a luxurious experience 
So, Ethan, please try this with your girlfriend. <laughs> wow, that's that is a nice. Yeah, I definitely have to. And and the best thing about it because it let's especially if you take the nice rooms, if you get the second floor bunks, you can see the night sky in the trip as you're moving. Yeah, and in the morning when you're having breakfast, there's an observation car, right? So you're having breakfast, you can enjoy the scenery as you're eating breakfast. Where's the destination? So it's Izumo. Izumo is in uh, Shimane. It's like this religious site in Japan on the northeastern yeah. side. Mm -hmm. It's kind of far. It's kind of far. The, the entire journey takes about 14 or 15 hours, if I don't remember wrongly. Mm -hmm. Wow. Go for it. I, I highly recommend it. I have not been successful at booking before, even though I lived there for in Tokyo for three years, right? I've never been successful. <laughs> wow. It's too popular. Yeah. Japan has a lot of that. So that, that's the last, What that's one of the last two, one or two night trains in Japan. That's why, that hence the popularity, right? The, the, the demand, yeah. I mean, the supply cannot keep up the demand. So that's the interesting one. But also they have the, there's a lot of train enthusiasts in Japan too. Like a lot of people who just trains are their hobbies. And so you get those people, they yeah. love trains so much that they're going to try to book this train. Their, their whole point isn't to go to the destination, it's just ride the train. They, that's a lot of like a big market for these special types of trains is those yes. like train yes. enthusiasts. So the, the specific Japanese word will, will then be the densha otaku, right? Otaku yeah. means, means the enthusiast or fanatics or maniacs, right? Uh, you, the interesting trivia here would be the train otaku you are split into three. There is the toritetsu, the photographers, the noritetsu, which is the people who, who, who like to ride on the train. And the last one, the model trains could having be, the model could trains. be, and they, 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 the collectors maybe the collectors. Yeah. So they, they, it's kind of a big market. Yeah. Basically, uh, we have talked about the limited express, and how about the local trains? Using, have you ever used this special ticket called Station Jujutsu? I've tr thought about it, but I haven't actually ridden it. I've taken the local right. train a lot, but it's very <laughs> slow. Okay. Would you like to guess how many times I've used that ticket? <laughs> Have you used it that much? I used it at least six times. So for tourists, this ticket, you don't even need to buy it. You just buy the JR you Pass. And you, but for, for residents, you cannot buy the JR Pass. You cannot. Uh, most most passes, yes, you can. Maybe there's Except sometimes the a limited pass, but... Yeah, because remember, we, we managed to get the limited one, right? But that was because of pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, so because of the pandemic, we were able to get a, a limited one, but typically you won't be able to buy it unless under yes. special circumstances. There, yes. the JR Pass is only valid for people who have a tourist visa, and and they actually check because I I was yeah. with my, I was with my friend when we when we bought the thing, so he they actually check his passport to to verify that the stamp is there. So yeah. for residents, it's kind of hard to you know <laughs> bluff your way through. So that's what this uh, seishin. What is it? A station juhachi. So it station means youth, mm. right? Uh, and then eighteen means uh, juhachi means eighteen, right? So station yeah. juhachi youth eighteen. Mm. This ticket is not the fastest trains. It's only local trains. <laughs> it's like three days, right? Five. It's, is, okay. Is it specifically, five, five? you pay for you you pay for this ticket. It is valid for the yeah. entire period of usage. So typically, it's like one season. Typically, it's one season. So like winter okay. or summer or something like that. And you can use it five times over the entire season. As in literally okay. five days. They, they will put a stamp. They will put a stamp when you go into the, the ticket gantry. And yeah. for the entire day, you just need to show the ticket and you it will be free entry. You can just show it and you can just get out, get in and out. The issue will then be, uh, as Ethan was mentioning, it's kind of slow. You can only take the local trains or even if you're lucky, you can, get, you can take the rapid trains. They are a little yeah. bit faster, just a little bit. But you can't yeah. take the Tokyu or the Shinkansen. 
right? So where have you gone with this ticket? Okay, so I, I was just about to thank thanks thank you for that. I was uh, the longest and the most torturous was from Chiba, which is where Narita Airport is, all the way to Hiroshima in one day, in one sitting, and that took me sixteen and a half hours on the train. Oh. And I changed trains 13 times because no single local train will get you that far. You have to take, you have to keep changing and changing. So a little, a lot of planning is required to use this ticket as well. And I was a broken man when I finished the trip. <laughs> I bet. That's crazy. Uh, I'm kind of older now. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I have a friend who did take it from all the way from Beppu to Osaka. Okay. And how, how long was that? I definitely an all day thing. <laughs> Definitely at least day. eight hours I think at, at least eight or nine hours it, it's going to be similar to what you experienced maybe a little bit less a little bit less but so the local train it stops at every single station exactly which is why it's so slow <laughs> yeah okay but but the constellation shall I shall I end the constellation so you sure it's freaking slow compared to the JR pass but for the noritetsu so people who enjoy taking trains the journey is the fun part right yeah so the good thing is because you're going through the local lines, right? Oftentimes, the scenery that you you, you can get to see, it is unique and it's really, uh, how to say, it, it's a very, Jap shall I say, like uh, unique to Japan. Like the scenery that you see is definitely unique to Japan. And if you take it right, you will see a lot of things that you will never see, never, if you're taking only the bullet trains. So that that's yeah. the highlight of the, the ticket. It's through the mountains ah. and stuff, which, you know, bullet trains go through the tunnel, have like tunnels, so you will never see that scenery. Yeah. And, and because the speed, right? Uh, the local trains are yeah. slow. So you can kind of look at the scenery as you're passing, as you're yeah. going by. But if you're alone, it's tough to travel the whole day. Put it in perspective. I was, when I first came to university in Japan, I was going to go from Beppu. So this actually brings on to the next transportation, actually. So in Japan, you can have ferries as another yeah. means of transportation, getting across the islands because, you know, Japan's full of islands. It is an island country. So I was going to Beppu, which is in Kyushu, and I was taking the yeah. train and I was taking the ferry to Shikoku, which is the island across from Kyushu, which was yeah. about yeah. three hours. And yeah. then I was going to take the train to go visit my host family. But at the time, I didn't really know what train. I was just like, OK, just take the train going this way. And they wanted me to take the Sonic, the Limited Express train. I ended up on the local train. So they're like, oh, you should be here by now. And it was, I had been on the train for like two hours. And I wasn't even in the main city of, of the prefecture yet. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm not there yet. And they're like, ask, what train are you on? And I realized, uh -huh. oh, that's why it's taking so long. Because I was taking the local train uh -huh. instead of the Limited uh -huh. Express train. No, but then it's cheaper as well, right? Yeah, it's a lot cheaper, but man, the time. Okay, so for, for tourists, may I may I suggest that maybe don't take the local trains because uh, unless you enjoy yeah. the experience, sure. But there's also specific places that you can only go with local trains. Uh, so if you uh, if you don't have a specific destination and you're strapped for time, you should probably take the Limited Express or the, the bullet trains, the Shinkansen, right? And the ferry part, how was the ferry itself? So the ferry, this was a short ferry ride. It was about three hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ferry rides are typically long. They're not short. Oh, Going okay. across, especially longer distance, because I'm going from one major island to another major island. It's not like a small island off the coast. That's why it's three hours. Yeah. It was really nice because you can kind of walk around. There's like a sitting room there. You can go buy lunch or there's like a little gift shop. You can go to the deck and just out overseas. So it was kind of nice just watching the view. I went alone. So it was kind of, you know, I didn't really have anybody to enjoy it with. <laughs> kind of just find myself, you know, watching the view. Yeah. But it, 
I really like the ferry though. It's it's very fun. You can just enjoy that awesome view. The views are amazing. Seeing the Japanese coastline, it, especially I went in the inland sea, so in like inside the main islands, and oh, that view is amazing. Yeah, I was just about to add on to that because part of the reason why I like taking ferries, even though they take forever, is because I enjoy just standing on the deck and looking out. Right, that's the that's right. the most amazing part of the being on being on a ferry, right? But again, yeah. since since Ethan mentioned that there are there's a wide range of ferries available in Japan. The shortest one I've taken was the one in Kagoshima, all the way to the south of Japan. Uh, it's the ferry that's going to the volcano nearby, yeah, and it's yeah. only fifteen minutes. And I think that we mentioned that before. I I think we mentioned it in the previous podcast. Yeah, link. Uh, yeah. hin hin, click on the link to look, to watch the to listen to the previous podcast. <laughs> Uh, it was for a so we, we were talking about like having to eat udon quickly right remember and so no, of course on the other other spectrum you will have the ferries that like that's like 24 hours Yeah, that goes all the way to the southern islands of Japan mm. I did take a ferry from Beppu to Osaka that was an overnight ferry it's a 12 hour ferry so leaves at 7 gets in Osaka at 7 you just have to sleep <laughs> what level were you on as in the, the, the ticket class the cheapest Economy. Oh, well, so you, so it, that means that you're in the dormitory, right? It's this big open room, just <laughs> futons. Uh, I call it the dormitory, yeah. It's called dormitory? Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, mean, I don't know how to describe it. I, I, I've seen it before, I've seen it before, yeah, yeah. As in, I was also thinking about like the big bedrooms with a bunch of beds side by side. Those are, uh, yeah. that's one level higher actually. If you get a bed, it's one level higher. So we were talking about what kind of travel methods or transportation methods you you have available in Japan when you're here as a tourist or even as a resident, right? So today we were covering the plane air travel, the the bullet trains, which is the fastest uh, train in Japan. And we also talked about the local trains as well as the ferries, right? This will be part one. And we will talk a little bit more about other tra transportation methods as well as what phrases, right, to use. So... Thank you guys for listening or watching. I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, criticisms, you know, let us know in the comments. And if you are on YouTube, hit that like button if you enjoyed our videos. And you can listen to us anywhere you where you listen to podcasts. And yep. thank you guys for watching. I'm Ethan. This is Chris here. And see you guys next time. See ya.